Well, hey, kids, this is The Preacher and The Piano Man, a fun podcast to help kids learn and pray the Bible with their parents. My name's Tyler. I'm The Preacher. And my name's Trevor. I'm The Piano Man. Well, hey, Trevor. Uh, wh- Why is your voice so weird? Oh, is my voice sounding weird? I'm calling in from Neptune, you know, space. Uh, hold on, I think I can fix my voice here. <laughs> Is, is that any better? Oh, that's that's that is so much. Wait, can you please explain to us why you're on Neptune? Oh, it's it's no big deal. I'm just uh, filming another movie, uh, Aquaman three. Oh, there's gonna be a third. That's great. Yeah. So you're finally gonna be Aquaman in this one, right? <sighs> no, not quite. They they said I did really well as the clownfish in the last one, so I've been upgraded to a new role. I am clownfish with cyborg eye. I am so glad. You have found your niche in the acting community. That's amazing. But you know what? I always want to find time for this conversation because you know what? On today's podcast, you're going to tell me another Bible story and I'm going to ask a couple clarifying questions. And then at the end of the episode, I'm going to write another silly song based on the story. It's it's going to be awesome. So today's episode though is is on, can, can I actually get a scary voice effect for this one? You ready, kids? The first sin. Genesis 3. (laughs) Spooky. I know, man. Let's do it. Hit the theme song. Put down those yummy goldfish. Because guess what? We granted your wish. You get to hear from your bucket list. Preacher and the piano man. Fun and now go hand in hand. And this time it will be grand. The preacher and the piano man. Okay, so today's vocab word is super not fun. Um, but sometimes you have to talk about not fun things because they're real. Um, which, real quick, Trev, what's the least fun thing you have to do? You have to deal with every day. Probably the line is Starbucks. Yuck. Yeah. It's the worst. But you know, one fun thing you can do while you're standing in line of Starbucks or like waiting in line of traffic is uh, is listen to the Preacher and the Piano Man podcast. Ooh, that's good. That's good. Nice plug. Thanks. Now, that was a nice plug, but again, our vocab word is not so nice. It actually, it kind of stinks. Um, here's the vocab word for today. Today's word is sin. Sin. And sin is when we don't trust God's way as the best way. Basically, it's the opposite of obedience. So kids, I want you to repeat after me. God's way. God's way. Is the best way. Is the best way. So his way. So his way. Is our way. Is our way. That's right, kids. That's right. God's way is the best way. His way is our way. That, that's what we call obedience in Christianity. And obedience is God's love language, but again, sin's the opposite of that. So believe it or not, as we come to Genesis chapter 3, we see that sin is what gets Adam and Eve in trouble. Um, actually, you know what specifically got him, Trev? What's that? A fruit tree. A fruit tree? Explain. Genesis chapter 2, verse 16. Uh, It says, the Lord God commanded the man, you can eat freely of every tree in the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you can't eat. For in the day that you eat it, you shall die. 
Now, this is really the only rule God gives to Adam and Eve. It's like God creates this perfect garden. It's like this perfect Chuck E. Cheese, if you will, imagine. And God puts them in this perfect Chuck E. Cheese and it's paradise and they have unlimited tokens and they can eat as much pizza as they want. And the little mice band that plays is actually a real mice band. And, and even cooler than that, God's with them. But God says, there's just one rule in this Chuck E. Cheese. Don't eat those apples over there next to the arcade. That seems easy, right? Yeah, well, apparently they were super into fruit because the Bible says they gave up paradise with God for it. Genesis chapter three, let me read this first to you. It says the serpent, interesting new character here, the serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. And one day he asked the woman, "Uh, did God really say that you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? Of course, Eve said, we may eat fruit from all the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God said, you must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. You won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. God knows that your eyes will be opened as soon as you eat it and you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. The woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and she ate it. And then she gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it too. Oh, wow. So sad. All over like a piece of fruit, an apple. Actually, this brings me to an important question. Trevor, what fruit would you give away paradise Absolutely, without a doubt, zero fruit would I give up paradise for. Mozzarella sticks, though, maybe. Yeah, and yeah, I feel that at a deep level. Maybe if it was a crumble cookie tree, then I would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My knees would have buckled in about five minutes on that. But fruit? Okay, well, now, it's called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. I want you to notice that. Um, Because it's kind of confusing. Like if this is the only thing they can't do, you think the tree would be like like way worse than than just knowledge of good and evil. You think it'd be like the tree of war or the tree of violence or the tree of lies or the tree of selfishness or the tree of hate or or the tree of the tree of bedtime because like bedtime is totally the worst. Trevor! What? Trevor! What? It's your mom, Trevor! It's time for bed! Uh, okay. I knew it was you, Mom. We're in the same house always, uh, but but fine. Okay, Trevor, I love you. It's your mom. Love you too. Okay, but it's not even the tree of bedtime. Instead, it's called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And it's like, what's so bad about that? Something tells me you know the answer to that. Well, as a matter of fact, I do. The story tells us that there are actually two trees in the middle of the garden. Um, the one that they can eat from, but also there's a tree that they can eat from. It's called the tree of life. And I believe that these two trees show us how God wants us to be in a relationship with him. You see, God wants us to get our life from him so they can eat the tree of life. But he wants us to leave good and evil up to him so we don't eat from the tree of good and evil. So interestingly enough, this kind of is the worst of all sins if you think about it, believing that we know right and wrong better than God. That's what happened to Adam and Eve. They listened to their desires and trusted the still small serpent voice whispering in their ear that lied to them. Now, wait, what? 
hold on just a second. For the first time ever in the history of podcast, we are getting a call in on our preacher and the piano man podcast phone line. Well, let's take the call real quick. Thank you, Sydney. You sound very sure of your name. Um, I, so here's here's what we have right in front of us. It doesn't say that anybody else, anything else, could could speak. But if I don't think we want that to happen, too. You know, like if a dog spoke, they'd probably just be like, "Hey, take me outside. Take me outside. Let's play fetch, please, please. I want to. I want food. I want food. I want food." Yeah, it'd be super annoying. I feel like hamsters would would actually have the same voice as our kids on the podcast. Yeah, I think except you're right. like like on on fast forward. I'll show you. It's like this. Hey kids, I'm a hamster, and one day I was running down the streets fast as I could and saw my neighbor the duck and told me a joke, and I was like, ha, 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 what a funny duck! And then I went to Chipotle for lunch, and I was like, Wee! You're right. You know what? Just now I realized. Uh, thank you, God, for not letting chipmunks or hamsters talk, because that that would be the worst. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, the the serpent did talk though, and and the key is to understand here that he's, he's a trickster, an evil trickster, because his goal was to get Adam and Eve to doubt that God's way is the best way. And guess what? The devil is still trying to trick us in that way today. Now, back to the story. Uh, do you know what happened to Adam and Eve when they sinned? No. Two things. Uh, they experienced sin's consequences and God's love. Now, this is important for you to realize, kids. Sin has consequences. Like when you lie— it breaks relationships. Or when you say mean things, it hurts others. Or when you disobey your parents, a lot of times you get hurt yourself. And in the story, after Adam and Eve sin, they face sin's consequences. Their relationship with God is broken, they hurt each other's feelings, and they're kicked out of this perfect garden, Chuck E. Cheese paradise. You see, when we sin, it hurts others, it hurts us, and it hurts God. And that's why the devil wants us to sin, because he knows it hurts us and God. Now, in the face of sin and its consequences, though, we also see God's love. Because you know what God does for Adam and Eve? It says in Genesis chapter 3 that he makes them clothes to wear before they leave the garden. Like, he sends them on this kind of long time out outside the garden, but before he does that, he provides for them. He doesn't protect them from the consequences of sin, but he provides for them through them. And I think that's amazing. What a merciful God we have. It also says in Genesis 3 that he gives them a promise that one day Jesus will rescue us from sin by crushing the serpent. And our big long time out will be over. And we'll live together in a new paradise forever. So when you think of God, I don't want you to think like a mean teacher or you know, it's like a mean parent waiting to send you to time out if you do something wrong. Like God does take sin super serious, but he's ready to love us through it. And nothing you do wrong is bigger than his love and his forgiveness. And on that awesome note, Trev. Yeah. You think you got an awesome song for us today? I think so. Let's check it out. All right, you got 30 seconds. Let me review with the kids. Kids, thanks again for listening today. Here's your homework. Uh, your key truth is sin, sin. And while sin stinks, when you know what it is, sin is when I don't trust God's way as the best way. 
Your memory verse is not from Genesis. It's actually from a book in the New Testament called Romans, but I think it sums up today really well. Uh, I dare you to look it up with your parents and then memorize it together. It's Romans chapter 6, verse 12. Paul writes, do not let sin control the way you live. Now last uh, is your prayer assignment. Your prayer assignment today is to reflect on your sin, kids. Uh, It's called confession. And you may have never done anything like that before, but it is so important. Because you see, when we tell God about our sins, not only does he forgive us, but when we bring our sin out of the darkness and into the light, it begins to lose some of its power over us. So today, I want you and your parents to think about some of the sins that you have done. Bring them to God, confess them, and walk away the joy knowing that he forgives us. Now last, last thing, I know you kids have been waiting on this, is your secret word. This will be your third word of the week. It will form a special phrase. If you take the special phrase to your pastor Sunday and tell them they'll have a secret, super awesome prize for you. So Trevor, what's the last word? In fact, give them the whole phrase all together, all three words. The first word was squirrels. The second, consume. But this week's word is avocados. Squirrels consume avocados. There you have it, kids. All right, Trev, let's hear the song. Oh, yeah. Romans 612 says, don't let sin control you. Romans 612 says, you got to live in God's way now. Romans 612 says, don't let sin control you. Romans 612 says, you gotta live in God's way now. God's way, best way, so His way is our way. God's way, best way, so His way. Is our way, yeah. Oh yeah, episode three, episode three. Well, that's going to do it for us on The Preacher and the Piano Man. Again, kids, this is your time right now. Go ahead and pray with your parents and go ahead and confess your sins to God. And remember, God always forgives. Well, we love you guys. We'll see you next time.